Welcome to the Gold Circle, Australia's number one netball podcast. I'm your host, Nick Leaker, and with me as always is... Luke Shady Top. Lady. Shady Lady, Luke Top. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good. How are you feeling after this weekend of netball? Really good. Yeah? Is it because you beat me? Yes. Yeah. Got it. I know. I saw. I got to the end and I was like, oh, it's a hard life being <laughs> uh, <laughs> We'll get to that game. Some of those calls, shortly. I was like, why are you even... No, okay. <laughs> Just, you know what, just let me Mix it up, yeah, you got to mix it up um, So yeah, we're here to discuss round two of the Suncorp Super Netball As we always do week to week We'll be dissecting uh, each and every single game So let's start, let's kick things off with the Giants and the Thunderbirds The Giants walloping 71-48 oh. um, This was... Uh... <laughs> okay, shall I yeah, start? Sure. I shall start yeah, yeah. Positives Goal shooting percentage I was actually remotely happy with with the Thunderbirds, obviously they still had a lot more turnovers mm-hmm. and the ball just really didn't get down that end. I did like what I saw from Shimona Nelson. Mm. Uh, 34 from 38 is pretty good. Uh, Charlie Hodges, 11 from 14. Uh, Mia Fowl got a run. Hey, do you reckon Mia Fowl needs to get more minutes? I, I think, um, like I understand, obviously Tuvatai is your set shooter. Um but yeah, I think they need to just set a lineup. I think I said that last. Yeah, week. yeah, that was the, the key point. Yeah, because he had he had what I considered was the death lineup uh, for them. I think it was in the second quarter or the third quarter. Um, but uh, the wing attack, oh god, uh, Pittman, yeah, completely dropped. She had like four turnovers in a row, and I was just like, no. Yeah, she. I felt like I've I felt really good about Pittman coming into the season because her form during the Com games was awesome. I think she like she was real critical to I mean pretty much everyone on the Roses had like an excellent yeah. series. Um, so I felt really confident that she would be coming in and, and looking good, but she did not look particularly good. She got really frustrated. Yeah, she got frustrated and kind of got shitty, and then it kind of affected that attack end because um, I felt like she had a she just was frustrated and wasn't sort of being patient and waiting, like holding the ball longer. She was trying to release really early. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like th- th- that, that mid-court defense from Serena Guthrie in Price? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking about... Like, that's about, just bully ball. It's incredible. <laughs> this, is, this is the other thing is they played the Fever last week. They played the Giants this week. It's like... <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're gone the hell, early. Like, yeah. you know, if they had maybe a... <clears throat> Firebirds and a Sunshine Coast in the middle. Oh, what are you saying? I'm sure. <laughs> it would, it, no, like honestly, yeah, it would sort of yeah. break it up a bit. Whereas I feel like um, it's almost can be really bad for their season by having those two hardcore games with blowouts um, that, you know, it, yeah, it can piss people off. I, I feel like it doesn't help also the fact that they've got per quarter points as well. If you win the quarter, you get your I points. I don't understand that. But, you know, they're trying to make the netball exciting because apparently it's not exciting enough. Uh-huh. I just, I find it really frustrating though because like like you said, it's a, it's putting the Thunderbirds at a huge detriment because they've got zero points. They've not won a quarter at all this season. That's eight quarters of netball they've played, not one that they've won. Yeah. I mean, obviously that might change. I know we saw a couple of really big moments for a couple of teams this past season. Uh, in the last couple of weeks, my laptop's just like screaming at me. Um, but like, I don't know, like you said, this is, even it, like, I feel like the Thunderbirds, if they find form or if they manage to go on sort of a run, 
Oh, they're dark know. horse for sure. I totally, they're so random. Like they have such, like there was some, so many great plays in that game. And to be honest, like getting blown out by that March, like that's going to be most teams. Like when you look at the fever, yeah. they're going to blow out most teams. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just, it's nothing to be ashamed of. And I think it's how they reset um, this week. I don't know who they play this week. Who do they play this week? Uh, oh God, I haven't checked the actual fixture for this week. <laughs> Hang on, I've got the fixture up. Shut up. I've got the magpie. They've got the magpies at in yeah, Melbourne. Like, yeah, like... That's winnable. That's, that is that very is, winnable. That is very winnable. Yeah. And I think for them, God, if they could steal that... Because um, oh, obviously the magpies, um, with their controversy this week, which I'm sure we'll touch on yep. later... Um, you know, that's a really good opportunity for them. Yeah, I feel like you probably could. Like, it's... I, it's I don't see them this. coming last. Well, the thing is... The the weirdest thing that I'm getting out of this is that I feel like their most winnable game ahead is against Collingwood. Because yeah. Collingwood, I know that they're down two. They haven't won a game yet. And also Lightning. Cause you look, and the Lightning as well. Absolutely, Thunderbirds, yeah. defensively, they're awesome. Like yeah. they were, re- I was really impressed defensively. And I think a lot of teams are going to struggle with that. It's just the attack end they need to sort out. Like honestly, that's yeah. the way I see it. I think finding a solid attacking end. I mean, it's a good start you've got with Nelson as well. Like Nelson's yeah. young. She shot really well. Like she's volume shooting and she hot, shot like a really high. And it's going to take her like, you know, if she's playing four games, five games in, she's going to be a different player to when she started. Yeah, exactly. It's all yeah. It's all coming up to the speed of of Australian ball. Shall um, we move on to the next one? Before we do, yes. How do you feel about the Giants? All still basically, oh, they're really God, hard to talk on. about just because they're just basically the most complete Perfect. machine in the like, league. Oh, let's go to our bench and put like a former Diamonds defender <laughs> in. Let's just do that. Oh no, Deb. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, I mean, the at Giants this point, just... they could put Bully in his goal attack, and it really wouldn't matter. Yeah. I mean, Joe Harton's seventy-eight percent was pretty average, but I mean, Christina Bryce didn't care because she shot hundred percent. So, <laughs> yeah. okay. She was. Yeah, she balled. That oh, was unbelievable. That was amazing. Um, and also, like, there's a five-point penalty discrepancy between these two as well. I actually managed to bring up the stats this week, unlike last week where I was very lazy. But <laughs> there's. It's really interesting when you just look at the totals compared to intercepts and penalties, and there's not really that big a discrepancy. It just no, feels yeah. like... And that's, that was the biggest thing for me. Obviously, the turnovers, was a bit more, but um, like shooting percentage was similar. Mm. Um, the gains, um, obviously, rebounding was um, offensively was different. Yeah. Um, but intercepts were like one different. Deflections were a few different. It's, it's really yeah. kind of... And that's where I see the defensive side. The defensive side's so strong. Well, I also look at it as also like the, the general points turnovers 25 to 13 like that's just that's it yeah that's the game yeah um you know if the thunderbirds limit their turnovers they're, they're in it but i mean at the end of the day it's just like you said you give them a couple of weeks they might improve or they might just stay on the on the bottom but honestly all they need i think like you said all they need is that one win like that is either a gutsy win or just like a blowout of some but sort can i say i'd be really worried if they didn't have a solid starting seven for this next game because I feel like yeah. Ryan, obviously last season, he was just scrambling, trying to get something that worked. But he's had a year to... And, and I mean, also they've got the new signings, people leaving, but also... I don't feel like they should yeah. be scrambling for a starting seven. No. Admittedly, they have the amount of injuries they have. I get that. But like they have enough quality there that they should be able to put in the four minutes with those players. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, we're going to move on to um, the Salt match that was the West Coast Fever and the Magpies. The salt match. Um, with the Fever comfortably beating the Magpies the 68 to 57. Match. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Um, 
Can you? Okay. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. um, Francis was amazing. I don't understand. Sour grapes. Too much pressure on Collingwood to perform. They're not performing. Um... I'm just shooting off the cuff here. Sorry for no, just randomly no, cutting no, in. No, no, um, I, I wanted to understand... Because just before we get into the game, I know that we, we try and steer clear from drama, but there was clear drama that forced both clubs to make... I love drama. Some, I know you love <laughs> Um There was drama that both... That actually had both clubs releasing statements. Which was shady as yeah, well. So, well, give me give me like a quick rundown okay, of what happened. Okay, so in the last quarter, if you go back and watch... Um, Francis has like Francis, a really hard foul on... Well, Bell. Yeah, but well, she'd also she'd late hits like late hits. They're both going for the ball. Yeah, absolutely. And Bell kind of played it up. She kind of, as someone on Facebook allegedly, I didn't say that. Not a quote from me um, on Facebook. <laughs> someone said she should get an Oscar for that performance. Uh, <laughs> oh, Bell, right? I was yes. talking about. I was like Francis. Like yeah. anyway, game yeah. finishes. Um, Caitlin. Everyone's like, oh, thank God, Caitlin Thwaites. This is all allegedly. I did not see this. Um, it's not on the, shook it's her not hand. On the broadcast either. Uh, uh, Francis went to shake Thwaites' hand the first time and she kind of turned away the first time and then was like, oh, God, what? I can't do this. I'll shake. Yeah. So she shook and then apparently no one else did and they're all shady. And then um, Medhurst was like, hey, Leighton, what the hell's going on? Like, you've got to shake her hand. Unsportsmanlike, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then Leighton yeah. blew up at her. Um, and um, the wing defence from Collingwood, the AFL chick. Brazzle. Brazzle um, dragged Leighton off um, and then went back to the dressing rooms and that was it. Right. And, and then, she was kind of like voicing her disapproval of yeah. the defence. Um, hilarious. Leighton trying to tell someone that they are too rough. Like, are you kidding me? Mm. Mm, I don't think you could do that. Look, I, I think this, this is pretty, pretty, a pretty good way to segue into how excellent the Fever's defence was. Because like mm. you said, I think Francis played Look, an they incredibly... they got physical. They got physical. Yeah. And I think, and again, part I think of the game. Thwaites handled it for the, like, like she does because mm. Thwaites is basically invincible. Yeah. But Bell, Bell was getting torched. I'm sorry. But like, I know and that... And she didn't stand up but for no, it But no, the either. thing is, that's right. She's like... She's getting torched, but the umpires are letting it go. So, do you realize? I think it's one of these things where it's like, read what the umpires are, like are telling you. Because if the umpires aren't calling that, then it's probably time that you either giving start giving it back, or you need to change your game plan. And and also another good point was brought up um, on Facebook is the fact that Maddie Robinson at no point in time went to the umpires and said, "What the hell's going on? She, right. know, oh, she's okay. too okay. rough." At no point was that mentioned, sure. and that she's total totally capable of doing that. It's, I think it's her job. She's Captain. Yeah, so she should um, be doing. That. Admittedly, it got rougher in the fourth quarter. I get that. Yeah. Um, but you know, with timeouts and whatever, they have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Um, I think. <laughs> then um, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they can. Yeah. Like the cap- sure but it's, I think can. it's the captains yeah, only. Yeah, it's captains yeah. only. Yeah. Because um, Laura Geitz always goes over and gets in the ears. Yeah. Um, I think. The troubling thing was is Collingwood next day. So obviously Facebook exploded because um, people from the game were like, I think they even had photos of like oh, okay. and Medhurst like kind of going at it. Um, They're beefing or, on the court. Yeah, or like relative because it was in the warm down they were kind of having a beef. Yeah. Um, and obviously you know the backstory and the fact that you know Brazil comes from Fever and so does Shea Brown and there's that whole rivalry sort of situation. Um, I think Robinson played for the Fever too. Oh, did she? I think so. Oh. Well, yeah. There's Might all that rivalry. Um, and then obviously got 
they've all played with each other in diamonds and shit like that. Um, but yeah, then um, basically Collingwood come out with this press release. Oh yeah, we rang them last night. Um, everyone shook hands. I don't know what anyone's talking about. Um, it was a competitive game. Like live with it, and then <laughs> Fever came out the next day with it was Courtney, Courtney Bruce, Bruce wasn't it? Yeah. and said we've accepted their apology, and it's like because there really wasn't an apology in the press release. No, the press release was very much from like Collingwood. Like it never happened. It was nothing really. It was basically just describing what happened at the end of the game. Yeah, I so I remember reading out the statement the ordinary too. happened. Yeah, yeah, which is obviously not the case if Fever are coming out and saying we accepted their apology. Yeah, I mean. It's really hard because, like, when when we like we play social netball, right? We don't play netball on any sort of level. But after a game, no matter who or no matter what, I yeah, like always I shake remember hands. that crazy dude yeah. with the beard that yeah, like absolutely. yelled at me. Yeah, he's a crap ref. He's still there. Anyway, that's like <laughs> get too personal. But like, even after that, you and I would actively go up and shake. Oh yeah, thank the refs if the refs had a real bad game. And you were just like, look, thanks, Ref. I've got a black eye, a broken elbow, yep. and a like nail stuck in my arm, but yep. I'm still going to shake her hand. Yeah, and I think uh, I know that like it, it it sucks to see your teammates get sort of throttled, but you do just shake the hand, walk off the court. But I mean, at the end of the day, I think the the play in question was um, just towards the end, and yeah. Bell's setting up for a shot, and I think Francis basically recovers. And I think she defends... Uh, Liz Ellis called it out on the broadcast, but she defends way too late. But I think at the end of the day, she's defending. Like what... I, I don't... I, I looked at the play and I sort of went, that looks fine to me. I know that Francis has a tendency to be very physical and she's and sh- she's really good at it. But yeah. the, thing, the thing is, it's like Leighton's physical and so is Courtney Bruce. Most of these defenders are very physical. I probably like... April Brandley plays off the ball a little bit more, but like yeah. Leighton is what is known for her physicality. Like yeah. even Laura Geitz is known for her physicality. Exactly. Like this is the sort of thing that, that comes with the territory. I feel like get over it. Yeah, I know. Like I don't like <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to like I don't want to fuel add more fuel to the fire. But like I just look at it and go. Sorry, sorry, Pies, you just got, like, mauled by the fever. Like, they just, they beat and you. that's kind of what's bizarre is, like, look, I get it. It's a big franchise. It's lots of money. You know, they have the best facilities in Australia for netball. They have, like, a whole stadium built for them. I, I'm not even really yeah, sure. Yeah, they share with the actual Collingwood Magpies, which yeah. is, a, like, I think, because I'm sort of, I'm, like, a casual AFL fan, so I uh, think if, in terms of facilities and all that sort of I stuff, I don't know about that. They've got access to all the <laughs> AFL. Yeah, like stuff. I know, like from their Facebook, they post in like really nice facilities and stuff like that. Yeah. So like yeah. they have access to probably the best out of everyone. Yeah. Um, and they're not like they obviously had a disappointing season last season, and this season, you know, yeah, I think frustrations. I think, yeah, yeah, honestly, but it's like it's not Fever's fault that they recruited well. Like, yeah, it's not the Fever's fault that they basically like they were the only team that had the position to fill, and the contracts not signed to bump beverage slot mm. Stanton back to the bench. Overall, though, with the game, um, I thought Medhurst 
Um, she's having like a rejuvenation. Honestly. Yeah, she looks terrific. She looks really good. I think she's revel. She like she shot she six from seven. That. She's relishing. But she doesn't even need to shoot. No, she, she doesn't. She's <laughs> because her awesome Fowler shot sixty two points of sixty seven shots. Like I love uh, this because like Fever for however long have always been like sort of the distant cousin in the competition. It's always been about the sweep over the West, the Firebirds yeah. Yeah. or the Giants or whoever. Um, and they just recruited amazingly well. And it's kind of like a giant F you to everyone else. Um, I'm glad that they're like, I did predict him at the start for the preseason. Yeah, absolutely. That they would probably be top of the ladder top. slash the ones to beat. Yeah. But like, I, I feel like the, the giants. I don't even are, know if they're going to lose a game. Well, see, I think the, I think it's the giants, but the fever to me, I think that the problem with the fever and it's, it's shown in this game. Like especially from the start, that that midcourt is just struggling. There's just a, I think there's just a little lack mm. of cohesion, and I think in terms of midcourt strength, I think the Fever rank a bit lower than a lot of the bigger teams, like the Giants, yeah, um, the Magpies. Uh, I th- oh, actually, Firebirds. I of think course. defensively, I actually think defensively the Firebirds are most likely to shut her down. Because you've got guys who's got like a whole history of dealing with her and her game hasn't really massively evolved from last time they played each other. Yeah. Um, I feel like Mentor has a pretty good job. Oh, that's job true. But because the Mentor's is, very smart, but the problem is, is that, like again, Fowler's got so much height that it just makes you want to puke. I, I think with Ramelda on Firebirds and the fact that she was shooting so well... I feel like her form is a lot better. I don't know what she did during the week because I think I said it was shit last week. Um, sorry. Um, it just looks a lot more steady. I think it just would become a shootout, just lob it in. Because yeah. I don't think Bruce has the ability to really shut Romelda out. Um, and it's, they're very similar styles in some ways because Tippett's very much a pass-first Goal attack. So, yeah. oh yeah, well that was, and it's abundantly clear over the last two weeks that Tippett's really wanting to defer to Aitken. Yeah, I feel like when I look at the Fever, that attacking end, it's like having Medhurst defer to Fowler on every possession is basically like having a wing attack. Yeah, an extra wing attack in the circle. I I think for them, um, and this is obviously their game that's coming up because um, I think the Fever and Firebirds play this weekend. Fever and Sunshine Coast. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. my bad. They're here anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Close enough. But I think, you know, when you have someone like Gabby Simpson who can mess up that midcourt, yeah. it potentially is problems for the fever. But everyone else, um, probably Giants, that midcourt is going to struggle. But I, I just, like, at the end of the day, Medhurst can just heave it from midcourt. Um, and yeah, like, no, but bully, they did that, like, on like Bully and Pullman aren't really going to do much with it. So, no. um, yeah. Oh, I, I, mean, mean, I don't know if they'll lose a the game. I think Fitzgerald's toying with a lot of defensive lineups at the moment too, which is good because I know... I had, I think Chuck Christina Bryson oh, is like goalkeeper now. No, yeah. Who cares? <laughs> just like, jump. Just yeah. jump. It's great having like... Jump and hit away. You know, the netball all-stars. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think the Magpies this week, this is their game. They, they need to win. If they don't win this, then I would say that their season is looking not great. Um but in saying that, like the fever, they just they just put their their foot on the neck and they they drove and they they look great. Like you said, they look unstoppable at the moment. Yeah, um, Firebirds Lightning. Yeah, so the Firebirds uh, beat the Lightning fifty five to fifty two. This was a this was a really wow Lightning shot really well because the Lightning came out and looked great and then they shat the bed in the second quarter, <laughs> losing twenty to nine. Um, Oh dear, and it, this is really hard because 
I look at Bassett and Wood's stats, and they they shot. I don't even know what the percentages are, but it's thirty five out of thirty six for Bassett, seventeen out of eighteen for Wood. Like these, these two did barely. They missed two shots. It's the mid court though, Sherry but it's and, that mid court. Sharing eight turnovers. Yeah, Wood, six that's, turnovers. It's not great. Admittedly, Romelda Aiken had eight, but... Um, yeah, just like play it cool. But like, I look at... Did she rebound those turnovers? I don't even know. Well, she got <laughs> four rebounds. That? So, but I mean, like, it's, it's abundantly clear. I know that there's a couple of thing pieces going around at the moment about why the Lightning are struggling. It is so clear that the Lightning are struggling because Laura Langman's not there. You don't have... Any, you don't have the defensive versatility. To be fair, can I just say, yeah, to okay, be yeah. fair... Though, how good is the coaching? Like, oh, Teru is just like... I know, like, she's the God. fact she was even in that game. Yeah. Like, because I actually... I was actually quite impressed, especially um, Tara, the GD for Firebirds. Is it Hinchcliffe? Hinchcliffe, yeah. Um, Hinchcliffe looked great. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, my... So, she actually went to my high school, just quietly. Oh, okay. Here Shout we go. out. Yep. Shout out, Hillbrook. <laughs> represent. Um, yeah, no, she was great. Yeah. Um and I think she works really well with Geitz. I thought defensively they were like awesome. Well, Geitz um, was a scrap. She was scrapped for this game. So oh, sorry, Klemesha not Geitz. Klemesha. Played, I yeah. thought she played awesome. That's I what I meant. My bad. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, when you were saying, I was just like... Yeah, sure, like yeah. totally. I was massively surprised. I was just like, uh, yeah. what? Because you think about it, they haven't really played a game together. No, they haven't. That was a scary thing. I was just like, with Geitz out, like, I know that... Rosalie Jenke is an incredible defensive coach. That's why she's she the is, defensive, yeah. defensive coach for the Diamonds, and that's why I think but the Firebirds, no matter what, have been like lots of stuff. Yeah, and I mean, like Simpson, like as always, is a total pest. And I think with Simpson's mm. experience of physicality and also just her athleticism, she, oh man, she shut Kelsey Brown down. She shut Sherryan down and McAuliffe as well. I think that Lightning's midcourt's really struggling. I do. I think Kelsey Brown's an incredibly value, valuable WA. I don't think she's the best in the comp, but I still think she's oh, very she's still good. serviceable. But you just don't have the like experience Langman. and versatility yeah. of Langman. And I think that's, that's a huge hole. I, I do agree that having Tarua there as a coach basically like almost is a win you games. Yeah. Um, obviously, they haven't won in the last two. Mm. Um, but I feel like Diva Mentor looks terrific. Um, mm. Pretorius still has the the penalty troubles, yeah. which I think I think that's one of those things where it's going to be it's going to take ages for you to drill that out. I and and the other problem I think is the refs now know exactly how she plays. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. She's not going to get away with anything. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about the attacking and for the Firebirds? Um, as I said before, I think Romelda's shot looks a lot better. I still am very nervous about Nevins. Size? Yeah, I mean, I saw, um, was it Gemma Mai Mai came on at center? Yeah. And I just felt like, keep Cassidy on and maybe Nevins. Push him. I know we discussed that last week. Just quietly, just casually, just have like maybe a quarter off and see what happens. Because I just... The height is such a problem. Like, she can dodge and she can run all day and she's quite a fit girl. Um, but, yeah, I just... I oof. I feel like she had three turnovers, which isn't too bad. But, I mean, Kelsey had two. So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I would kind of agree in terms of having my, my shift to the wing attack, mm. throw in... I feel like Cassidy it puts too some. much pressure on Tippett. You reckon? Yep. Those center passes, because basically if Nevin's defender is all over her and there's a height discrepancy, 
Tippett is basically having to run. She's like pseudo wing attack. And and look, when you compare Nevin's ball handling skills with Tippett, like Nevin's is a hundred times better because she's a wing attack. That's her job. Yeah. Um, but I just yeah, I feel like you constantly passing it off to Tippett. Yeah. Um, I also feel like Tippett really doesn't like driving off the transverse. She loves driving back. So she she's does, always yeah. there to prepare that sort of feed well, in or to be fed in. When when you think about it, any other team any other team in the competition, she would be a goal shooter because she's 191 centimeters. Yeah, she's, she's like insanely tall. She's insanely tall. Yeah. Like any other any other competition, that's what would be the case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's got to run all day. Yeah, I just she has been deferring a lot, and it just has been something that I think she needs to. I, I would love her to just take her shots. Like, she's Agreed. not a bad shooter. Like, just mix it up. Because I think they're really going to start hammering and working out ways how to sort of shut Aiken down. And in those events, she really needs to draw the defender back off yeah. Aiken and onto her. And also, defences are starting to, to learn the, the like the little pass-off game that they've got. Because yeah. Tippett defers to that quite a lot. And that leads to turnovers. And that leads to fumbled possessions. And I just think, like, defences will start to read it. Defences will start to understand it. And will try and get in the way. And standing in the way of that. Because if you can put your a defender between Aiken and Tippett, you automatically cut off that pass. Like, if you've got, obviously, like, a solid-sized defender, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, like, if Mentor's in between that, which she was, you have an opportunity to basically put your arm up. Because mm. you're expecting Tippett to try and do a pass off to Aiken, who's probably going to be in a better position under the post anyway. Yeah. So... I look at it as a way, if I'm coaching, I'd be like, we really want to disrupt those two and you want to try and dare tip it to shoot from a distance. Because and she is a good shooter. I just don't think she's a really good she hit the, shooter. She hit the clutch shot for that them to true. win a championship. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why she doesn't have more confidence. And and yeah. I mean, it could be a fact of coaching. Like, they could be saying, look, yeah, Ramelda's a volume shooter. Just freaking give her the ball. Like, yeah. that's your job. Yeah. Like, f- just do a Fowler Medhurst. Yeah. Let, and we'll see how that runs and yeah. then when we come into trouble you're going to have to shoot more yeah like we're, we're going to expect you to step up yeah alright uh, the last game of the weekend was the Vixens and the Swifts uh, Vixens beating them 63-61 this was a really good game it was really high quality mm. um, the Swifts played their hearts out they demolished the Vixens in the second 20-14 um, I really like what I saw from everyone on the Swifts I know like a, this is the same story as last year small Small losses. Amazing shooting. Um, Housby and Wallace were terrific. Kumwenda, 34 and 34%. 100%. Philip had a couple of stumbles. Uh, Weston had to come off with a foot injury, or with an ankle injury, I think, but she came back on. So I think that sort of allowed the Swifts to to claw back in a little bit. Because and when you look at the turnover stats, um, yeah. I mean, they were relatively low. Yeah, and, absolutely. It was really And good Swift's, game. like, really clean game from them. Obviously, Philip with seven turnovers isn't great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was, I was so surprised. I feel like they're so energized after that win last week. Yeah, I feel like the Swift's team, they're, they're, I reckon they're, they're dark horses. I mean, like, they're not... Winning quarters and the Vixens are again still that complete unit from last year. Um, but I look at them and I sort of go... They're very complete. Yeah. And and the Swifts as well. I think they're... I'm really, really liking their coaching. I'm liking the coaching more than Rob Bryant's. Bryony, yeah. yeah. Bryony. Well, uh, that's why I was a bit confused because to be honest, when the players did that like montage of like, we're so upset about Rob Riley. <laughs> yeah. I was actually like, are you serious? I would probably just kind of that. be over the moon. <laughs> like, I mean, like, you wouldn't he really... He went stale. Like, yeah. you know, you know, it's in basketball. 
coaches yeah. last a certain period of time and then they go stale because everyone People learns all the plays plans. that they like. Um, they have to reinvent themselves. He's gone to Collingwood and he's kind of joined a leaky ship, to be honest, um, which he thought was going to be this grandiose thing. Well, he's coaching, he's a defensive coordinator there and they don't look particularly, they look, I think at the moment, they look worse than they did last year defensively. Agree, yeah. So. For sure. I mean, Leighton's certainly out of sorts, but I'm not sure that that's related to his coaching, but they certainly don't look great. Yeah. Um, but I mean, for me, the Vixens, um, they look beatable. Like yeah. last year, I was really worried playing them. Like as a Lightning fan, I'm like, you know what? I reckon they're going to scratch. But like they, they, they do look beatable, especially given the fact that the Swiss are able to to claw back and stay in the game consistently. I think like the Vixens look red hot in the first quarter, and they won the quarter, the first quarter, seventeen to twelve. But the Swifts just. They they did, the, the beauty I think of it was that the Swifts just never gave up and they yeah. came out of their timeouts they looked energized they looked really invested in the game and also which I thought was really funny I rewatched the broadcast this after uh, this morning um, we're taping this on a Friday afternoon but um, one of the cameras caught Abby McCulloch like screaming at the girls like in the team huddle and being like that was and uh, sorry for the big expletive but she's like that was a fucking good quarter and that was just after the second quarter. And I was just like, that's. I think that's what the girls want to hear. Need that they want to hear that. Absolutely. And McCulloch, like offers that because I think they're really scrappers. Yeah, I kind of love that. Yeah, I yeah. really dig this side, and I really dig the coaching as well. Like the out of timeouts are really, really solid. Like I'm really impressed with Bronny yeah. Ankle to be honest. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. They definitely said like sort of the rap on her was that she's sort of a player's coach, and she's and she wins. Like that's yeah. that's what she's known for. Um, she's was sort of inexperienced and they were sort of unsure how that was going to work but I think it's fucking great yeah like she's really bonded them together um, I know she obviously she was in the Liz Ellis era of Swifts so yeah. apparently she's pulled in all the former players um, which is worked. excellent that's yeah, so cool that's exactly that's so what cool. you want yeah um, and you know they've sort of Liz Ellis has worked with players and everyone sort of you know have had the players come in and share their experiences and they've grown from that and I really think because they're such a young team that's such a smart idea yeah um, really giving them that little bit of an edge um, and I think you can see it they look like they enjoy that like and this is the thing with the Vixens last year I feel like Simone McInnes like you said players coach yeah and M- McInnes I think made the Vixens look like they they were enjoying the game they, they weren't just there because they want to win they're there because they love the game and a win is a win and I think the Swifts to me I know that they haven't won a game yet uh, so no, they beat the Firebirds last week. We but, I, but I think as well the energy. Um, I actually feel like the Vixens last season remind me a lot of the Swifts this season. This season in the yeah. fact that um, you know the Vixens had Maddie Robinson leave their star player. Yeah. Like she's on all the billboards. Everyone has jerseys with her name on them. She's bailed um, for Collingwood, and I think for them that was such a fire in the belly, and I think that really pushed them. Um, to have a great season. And I feel like the Swifts are going to be a similar situation with Rob Wright. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, no, not with Rob Wright. He left. No, I know that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so sorry, he sorry, left yeah. and Matty Robinson left. Yeah. And they basically were kind of blindsided, which it's is exactly. It, it's what almost happened. like you left us because the, the sense is you left us because we're bad. Exactly. And we want to show you why we're not. Exactly. And I feel like, like you said, that's a motivation. Is the best position. Yeah, exactly. You, like, People want to be the underdog because it means that you have something to prove and you almost have nothing to lose. And that's where mm. the Swifts are at at the moment. They're playing like they love netball. And they're honestly, they're they're my favorite team to watch at the moment 
objectively. I even like watching Paige Hadley, which is um, that's a surprise because you <laughs> you're a notorious dislike shady lady on the Paige Hadley. All right, um, let's tip round three and uh, we'll we'll jet. So what do you got? We got the Vixens and the Firebirds. I'm gonna go the Vixens. Um, Fever. They're in Melbourne too. Fever and the Lightning. Um, I'm gonna go. The home room, he says the lightning, but the fever are probably going to stomp. Oh, yeah, the fever are going to stomp. Um, you know what? I'll go the lightning. I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to go the lightning because yep. the home room, magpies, thunderbirds. I'm going to say thunderbirds. You know, it's really interesting. I was thinking about that. Because mm. I'd really love that to happen. Yeah, I know you would. <laughs> again. Objectivity is not your game. I'm if, gonna go. if that does happen, Shiny Layton is going to like throw a netball through a wall. <laughs> yeah. Lose shit. Oh, she's... She's scary. I'm, I'm going to go with the Magpies on that one. I do know that I did say that this is their... No, it's their, that's a, that's it's a their game call. to win. Look, to be honest... To lose, I, For whatever reason, I have this weird thing with the Thunderbirds where I actually like them, so I don't know. It's cool. It's cool. And the Swifts and the Giants. Um, oh. I'm going to go with the Giants. I'm going to go the Swifts. Okay. Because I think... Yeah. Oh, yeah. That attacking end for the Swifts against that Giants. And, defense. I, and I don't mm. think the Giants have really been tested. <laughs> so true. I think they're that on cruise true. control. And yeah. the problem you have is when you're on cruise control, you've actually got to go down back to first gear and then start again. Yeah. And by the time they get to fifth gear, they're already p- past them. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So you got Swifts. Yeah. Why not? Cool. We've you, got a really interesting tipping week this week because we do. We well, haven't really agreed on. All of them. Actually, no, we've not. We've actually gone completely opposite there on our go. picks. What? This is a 50 bucks moment. on it. Bro. Oh, God, I'm not going to $5. Yeah, $5. Yeah, bucks. Yeah. I'm cheap, so <laughs> that's probably a better idea. Yes. Oh, my. I can't do $50. <laughs> you insane. Um, all right, that'll do us for this week. Um, as always, um, you can get us on Twitter at the Gold Circle. We don't really check it. Um, but you can get us some. That lady tweeted us. Um, yeah, that's right. That is right. Um, and um, on email, uh, thegoldcircle at gmail.com if you've got any questions. Uh, you want to clarify things or if you like things, don't like things. And you can get us on Apple Podcasts. No more as well. penis pill emails, please. <laughs> we don't get any of those. I filter all that stuff. I don't want to see any of that. <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next week with round three of Suncorp Super Netball. See ya.